Welcome to Pastor's Class, a Bible study program brought to you by Tim Say Ministries and Crossover Church. We pray this podcast will help enrich and strengthen your walk with Jesus Christ, and that it will lead you to read and study the scriptures more often. For more information about Tim Say Ministries and Crossover Church, please visit www.crossoverchurch.tv or give us a call at 301-927-5620. There's something about corporate prayer. There's something about coming together in agreement. There's nothing like it. My mom used to tell me, how can two walk unless they agree? But we need to agree on the right things. We need to agree on the word of the Lord. We can't divide over the word. We have to be in agreement. Uh, Tonight, we're concluding our series entitled uh, Prayer, Plan, and Purpose. And last week, uh, we covered the purpose of prayer. So just briefly, let's go over the purpose of prayer. Uh, The purpose of prayer is for spiritual intimacy in order to live the full life we have in Christ Jesus. And we talked about last week, purpose is the original intent in the mind of the creator. So whoever created us, God, he had us in mind. He knew why he fashioned and formed us from the dust of the earth that we would be a living creature, that we would walk, that we would talk, that we would worship him, that we would magnify him, that we would live lives that are godly before him. That's our purpose. We were created to what? Worship God. And living a life of worship is a living a life of obedience to our God. So let us walk in our purpose Let us walk in our purpose. And we talked last week about when, whenever something is manufactured, no matter what it is, if it is not used for the right thing, that is not fulfilling the purpose of the thing. You can use a pen to scratch your back, but it wasn't intended for scratching your back. It doesn't go all the way down to to the lower part of your back. That wasn't the uh, initial purpose of a pen. A pen was used, is supposed to be used to write, right? I love what David Jeremiah says about prayer. He says this, prayer is the way we defeat the devil, reach the lost, restore a backslider, strengthen the saints, us, send missionaries out, cure the sick, accomplish the impossible, and know the will of God. Amen. Amen. And know the will of God. Strengthen the saints. That's what prayer does. It strengthens us. It strengthens us. It builds us up. That's why I encourage you to pray in your prayer language. It builds you up. Because sometimes when we're praying in our English language, all the distractions will come. The words may not flow the way you want them to flow. But when you pray in your um, prayer language, it is unto God. And the distractions don't come. Amen? Amen. Let's turn with Proverbs, um, to Proverbs 19, um, 21. That was, this was our text um, for last week. And my Bible is on page 665. It says, many plans are in the man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. And we said that the word counsel here is translated as purpose. 
So we read it like this, many plans are in a, in, in a man's heart, but the purpose of the Lord will stand. That means God's purpose for your life is going to be fulfilled, it's gonna stand. Everything else will pass away, but the word of God is gonna stand and God's word is his purpose, all right? So tonight I just wanna quickly cover corporate prayer, agreement and teamwork. If, if, you're going, if you're in the marketplace, no matter where you are, it is likely that you work on a team. You may not think you work on a team, but you work on a team. Many organizations are very team-oriented, and I really laugh at some of the students when they think that you know they're finished with school and they no longer have to work collaboratively on a team. They don't have to write papers together as a team, but guess what? They come into the workforce, they gotta work on a team. They don't always want to work on a team, but you have to work on a team. An agreement is this, to come into or be in harmony regarding a matter of opinion. Again, it's to come into harmony, harmony, regarding a matter of opinion. And teamwork is the process, different from agreement, but it's the process. Process means you're going through something, right? of working collaboratively with a group of people in order to achieve a goal. So teamwork is you're achieving a goal. But in order to achieve the goal, you have to be in agreement. You can't, even if you're on any kind of sports team, it's not enough to be on the team. You have to be in agreement about what the goal is. And so the goal maybe is to win, and not just to win one game, but to win all of the games that you can to go on to whatever the championship is. That's the goal, to get whatever, whether it's the Super Bowl, to get that big ring, whatever it is, that is the goal, right? When you work in the marketplace, you have different departments. All the departments have different functions but they have to be in agreement. So the human resources people can't say to the IT people, we don't need you. They have to work in, in synergy. The marketing people can't say to the IT people, we don't need you. Years ago, it was the marketing folks that drove business. Today, what department do you think drives business? Engineers. Somebody said engineers. Any, what, what others? IT. That's the number one that drives business. And why do you think that is? That is because without the internet, without Twitter, without all those other things components, you don't get your message out. Without commercials, without YouTube, you don't get your, com your communication out. Without Periscope and Snapchat and all those things, the companies that generate revenue those commercials that you see, they begin someplace. And so just going back to agreement, so when I'm talking about the departments, I'm talking about the departments of organizations that have to come together. What if you said you didn't need the payroll department? No one would get paid. And you know how you all are about getting a paycheck. And how I am about getting a paycheck. Right. What if the, there was no human resources department? 
nobody would come into the organization? What if there was no research and development and product development? What would happen to that organization? Amen? So talking about agreement. So we can deduce that at least two people can agree or they can disagree. Whichever way you want to look at it, it means that there is a common ground for moving forward to the glory of God and either for selfish ambitions. But we don't want to talk about being selfish because we're talking about being corporate. So when you're talking about corporate, you can't be selfish. It can be said that there must be agreement to go ahead or not to go ahead with a project. And why do you, why do you need two? You know, and you think about the law of two, God sent out two, the, the animals in, in Genesis, they went two by two, right? There's a law of two, where two or three are gathered. Two or three, amen? Go with me to Ecclesiastes, because there is strength when we come into agreement. Ecclesiastes uh, 4, verses 9 through 12. Okay, starting 9 through 12 says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, one will lift up his companion. Hmm. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him with who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three stands is not quickly torn apart. This is the strength of cords that are tied together. They should be stronger than one. Have you ever been in a situation where you're feeling down but you have someone that comes to you and is able to lift you up, a conversation, a friend calls, you get a text, whatever it is, two is better than one. And I'm not talking about marriage, so the single people in this room are not talking about marriage. You're not alone because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Amen? So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is your relationship with God and being in agreement with God's word and being in a corporate environment where the word of the Lord is going forth and when prayer is expressed to God in a corporate atmosphere. That's important, saints. We can't ever forget when we come together, there is two better than one. Awesome, awesome, our God, our God, the strength of God. So there is power in agreement. Power in agreement. Again, my mom used to always tell me, how can we walk unless we agree? Unless we come into a place where we can agree. Sometimes people say, well, you have to agree to disagree. And sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to walk away, but not with the word of God. Not with the word. The word, the word of God is true. Not with the word. That is not true. The word of the Lord stands. 
So it's important for us not to forsake our assembly together. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes you don't want to be here. Like tonight, tonight would be a good night for some of us to have stayed home. It's cold out, it's raining. But what does that have to do with our relationship with God? He created the rain. Amen? Yes, we could be home, but we are investing ourselves. And when you invest something, your money grows. That should be the principle of it. Your money grows. So when you sow, you reap the law of reciprocity. Amen? Amen? Amen. So that's the power of agreement, the power of agreement. So let's just get some examples of power of corporate prayer. Corporate prayer invites the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power, that's one power of um, corporate prayer. It invites the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, mind you, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit lives in us, it's part of the Godhead. So he lives in us. So we don't have to invoke him. We don't have to invite him. He lives in us, dwells in us. But when we come together, oh, what power. What power we have when we come together corporately. It increases um, the faith of the congregation to believe God for the miraculous when you come together. Because when you come together, you hear testimonies of God's goodness and grace, and you see things that you might not see when, by, when you're by yourselves. So it sets the platform for the miraculous to happen. Because when you come together and you, you, you come and you're praying on, say you're praying for, um, let's say we're praying for, uh, someone's healing and you're believing God and you see the person and you see that the person is not well but out of the course of time you see the manifestation of healing in that person's life you see it and you know it that's the miraculous of God You've been praying, we've been praying for people in this congregation, believing God for cancer to be healed, and we see cancer healed in Jesus' name. That's the miraculous. And when you come together in prayer and believe it and see it, oh, it's an awesome thing. Several years ago, my uh, sister-in-law was diagnosed um, with a very invasive um, cancer. And you can just imagine what that was like to get that diagnosis. And I remember sitting in the doctor's office with her, the surgeon's office, and um, you know, he was just explaining the kind of surgery that she would need to have. And I can remember her saying, well, we're getting ready to go on vacation. Can I go on vacation? We're only going for a week. And, and the doctor said, he looked at her and he says, no, mm -mm. he says, you don't have a week. You need to have this, you know, this." removed from your body and I sat in my seat and I sat in the seat and under my breath I began to say and I began to lift up my voice in prayer not being strange but lifting up my voice in prayer because I know the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much and I just had to stand on what I knew to be true and what I know to be true is the word of God and that was four years ago. A week and a half ago, I, I, I met up, our family came together for a um, 
home going of a dear friend of ours. And I sat across from my sister-in-law and I just looked at her. All her hair back, all her weight, walking in the things of God. Awesome. The miraculous healing of God. So for anybody believing God for a miracle, understand your miracle is hinged on all of us. All of us, we're hinged together. We are linked together. Because there were people in this church that stood with me, believed God with me, prayed for my sister-in-law, believed God, and she is cancer-free. Hallelujah. Is there anything too hard for God? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I'm saying this to encourage your heart to know that we have to link together, we have to be together, and we have to walk in agreement together. Amen. Mm. So, um, proper corporate um, prayer is extremely powerful, but yet it's one of those most neglected areas in our lives because you can call for a prayer meeting and on, say on a Saturday, the first Saturday of the month from 9 to 10 at Crossover South. Just say. And you'll get 10, 15 people that come out for a prayer meeting. That's an opportunity for the world, for everyone to come out on a Wednesday night. That's an opportunity for all of us to come together in agreement to set the captives free, to believe God. That's an opportunity for us to link ourselves together. There's nothing like it. I can't say it any more than I'm saying it. It is the greatest opportunity when you come together in prayer, agreeing, standing in faith, linking arms, supporting one another, there's nothing like it. And in our families sometimes, you know, like growing up, you might not have had that support. So when we call ourselves a family, yep, sometimes families disagree, sometimes we fight, sometimes we fall out of, you know, but we're still family still family. So I understand my destiny is tied to your destiny. So when you say to me, Michelle, I need you to pray for me. I'm seeking a new job. I'm going to stand with you. You've been laid off. I'm going to stand with you. You need healing in your body. I'm going to stand with you. But just me, there's so many other people. So many other people in the body of Christ that we can stand together and that's ministry, saints. That's ministry. Go with me to um, Acts um, 2.1. And this is very fa familiar to all of us in this room. But the power of God fell on the disciples, right? This is the day of Pentecost. And Acts 2.1 um, reads like this. It says, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. They were all together one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the house where they were all sitting. And there appeared to them tongues of fire, distributing themselves, and they rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit 
um, giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered because each of them was hearing them speak in his own language. So yes, they, they were with one accord, one accord. And what does, one, what does that term accord means? It means carrying the meaning of the same mind. So they were with the same mind in that one place in this upper room. And because they were in the same place and having the same mind, the spirit of God fell on them and they began to speak with other tongues. And there were tongues that they weren't learned tongues because they were devout men of many different nationalities. But here they were in this one place and they began to speak. How awesome it would be if we were to come together and be in one place with one mind and begin to speak the heart of God. Oh, we'd be some powerful saints. We would really walk on water and not look down and try to drown. We really would. We would be some powerful people. And I'm not saying that we're not powerful. I'm saying we have the opportunity to get even bigger. Right? We have the opportunity because when we're built up, we can build other people up. Well, it's hard to minister to someone when you're down, when you're down and out, because you hear all the things that come out. When I'm tired, I know I'm tired because I can hear what I'm saying. I may not be saying it verbally, but I hear it. And it's not in agreement with God's word. And I have to remind myself, Michelle, put yourself in agreement with what the word of God says about your situation. Stop agreeing with the devil. Stop walking in his way. Move, like the West Indian says, move. Rest yourself. Amen. So the word agree in Matthew 18 and 19. Let's go there, Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything, what they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. And it says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on anything, not some things, not a few things, as long as it's in the will of God, if you agree, if you and I agree, we touch, we agree, we stand with each other. The word says, not me, but the word says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth, on this earth, about anything that you may ask, it shall be done from my Father who is in heaven. That's just simple. That's not lofty, it's simple. It is simple, simple, simple. The Greek word uh, and that's used and translated um, in for agreement, the word means to be harmonious. And, that, and from that harmonious, we pull out symphony. So when you go to an orchestra and you hear the different, um, um, different um, instruments, 
it's wonderful to hear one instrument, but two, and then a third joins, and a fourth joins, and you have an orchestra. That's dynamite. That's when the music just vibrates. It's like corporate worship. Doesn't it sound like corporate worship? It's awesome when one person worships, but when you're in a room full of believers lifting up the name of Jesus, how awesome. A couple of months ago, I had an opportunity to go to an affair that had hundreds of thousands of people, athletes, coming together. And all I could think about while I was in these wonderful stadiums is if Christians, a bunch of Christians, hundreds of thousands of Christians, if we were in worship like these people were worshiping the athletes, how awesome it would be. If we were in agreement, nations that fought each other, nations, imagine people that don't like each other because of where you live, but they came in agreement and supported each other when they realized that one might not win, they supported the other athlete. So it will be after November 8th. After the election, there are people that would not have supported one candidate over another candidate. But guess what happens? After the election happens, they come together for the sake of the party. That's what will happen, no matter who wins. For the sake of the party, they come together. You've seen it even now, even before the election. You've seen people that might not have supported one candidate, but because of the sake of the party, I'm gonna stand with you. I might not agree with you, but I'm gonna stand. Well, I'd rather be in agreement with the word of God and be able to stand in what I agree with. So we should be able to stand in agreement for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We should be able to stand for the sake of the gospel. And we have to fortify ourselves in prayer in order to do that. There's no other way. There's no other way. Because, see, prayer is your food. It's your nutrients. It's what you put in to gird yourself up, to be strong. It's manna. The Bible says manna, fresh manna. The children of Israel walked around and walked around for, what, 40 years? But the word of God says they had, what, fresh manna daily. That's what we need. We need fresh manna daily. So the manifestation of power would be resident in each of our lives that people would know that we are different. And not different because you're peculiar. Yeah, different because you're peculiar because you're called out. But they would know that we're different. That we wouldn't be saying the same thing in the office that the other believers are saying, well, everybody's getting laid off. Oh, you know I'm gonna get laid off. No, ah, God has a greater purpose. If, even if you have been laid off, can't God give you another opportunity? I can testify to that. There's nothing that's too hard for God. But again, that communion, that communion, that communion, taking that communion, drinking the wine and eating of the body, and you do that together, not separately. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So 
I love what in, in, in Matthew 18, 19, I love how the Eugene, um, uh, the Message Bible actually um, translated. It says, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my Father in heaven goes into action. Isn't that good? He goes into action for us. And when two or three of you get together because of me, you can be sure that I'll be there. Amen. I'll be there. Not Michael Jackson and his song, but he, you know, our God, he'll be there. You know, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, saints, when we come together and God will be there. Have you ever had an important event in your life and you wish someone could be there, but they weren't able to be there? It could have been a birthday, it could be a retirement, it could be a wedding, a graduation, a birth of a child, whatever, and the person couldn't be there. But this says that he will be there. And you can be sure I'll be there. Oh, that's dynamic. That's dynamic. I was like, God, thank you. Thank you that I know that you never leave me. Thank you I know that you never forsake me. Thank you that I know that you're always the same. Thank you that your love mm, is greater. Thank you that you took me out of darkness. I'm grateful, saints. I'm grateful, but you know what? I'm grateful for each one of you. No matter what, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because it's everything is causing us to grow in God. So every is issue you have, it seems great, it's not great. God just looks at that and says, really? Really, is that what you're concerned about? If I'm taking care of the lilies of the fields and the fowls of the air, how much more would I take care of you? How much more would the God of our salvation take care of each one of us? And the thing is, he loves us individually and he loves us corporately. We're not practicing sin, but we know we can choose not to sin. We don't want to be in the practice of sin, but when you fall, who's there? Jesus. So there's nothing, so you never feel ashamed when you come into the house of the Lord and you're called to the front and you're feeling, you know, you come to the altar. This is the place where your life ought to be changed. Yeah. This is where change takes place in the Christian's lives. Yes, you can be in your house and certainly you can pray and I encourage you to pray. I've encouraged you to pray all these weeks. Pray, 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 but come together and pray. There's nothing like having a prayer partner. I've had the same prayer partner, I think, for about mm, 30 years. And we pray about everything. Something that may seem um, minute, we will text each other and say, come on, I need you to stand in agreement. My child is getting ready to take a test, and we believe, God, that my child has studied. I'm believing, God, that my child has made this team. Whatever it is, I'm believing, God, for healing. I'm believing, God, for souls yes. to be saved. Yes. And we've been praying like this for 30 years. And many years ago, when I first came into the kingdom of God, I've told you, yes, I was really intimidated to stand and pray before anyone. And I remember this young lady was a, a, a prayer. She had built herself up to pray. 
And one night we were praying and um, it was really one night and it was really late and I was tired and I was falling asleep. Because I couldn't understand why anybody need to pray all night. I was like, why do you need to pray all night? But she was going for it. She was praying. And even though I was sleeping, I'd, I'd, hear, I'd, I'd wake up. I'm not a night person. I'd wake up, and she'd still be praying. I'd, I'd go to sleep. She'd still be praying. And that developed my prayer life. I might have been young, but that was then. I, it, was brill, it was building me up for such a time as this, because there will be times when you can't pray individually, but you can come together and pray collectively. Yeah. So she was bearing my infirmities when I wasn't able to pray. Amen. And that's what we need to do for each other. That's what we need. That's, that's as simple as, as, as it is. That's what we need to do for each other. So I encourage you that there is prayer. There is uh, corporate prayer for Crossover South. There's um, prayer from 7 to 7.45 on Wednesdays. There's noonday prayer from 12 to 1 on Wednesdays. And then there is a, a prayer ministry that meets on the first Saturday from 9 to 10 in the chapel in Crossover South. So I'm encouraging you all to come out and pray corporately. Yes, I know you can be at your homes and you can stand in agreement, but there is nothing like the power of agreement coming together face to face. We have to, we have to know that the dynamics are different when we're in different places. But when we're collectively believing God for something, oh, it's wonderful to touch and agree. Would you stand with me? There's a, um, a worship song that we sing here at Crossover. And it's a really beautiful, beautiful song. I want you to listen to the words and worship the Lord as you listen to the song. But get the song in your spirit. Just let it not be another song. Let it be a song that you are living out, that I am living out. Amen. It's called Standing, and it's by William McDowell. Thank you for listening to Pastor's Class. We hope you enjoyed this program. For more messages and Bible study teachings, please visit www.crossoverchurch.tv or give us a call at 301-927-5620. If you live in the D.C., Maryland, or Virginia area, come visit us at our home location, 5340 Baltimore Avenue, Hyattsville, Maryland, 20781. Pastor's Class is a weekly Bible study that occurs Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. at our home location. We would love for you to join us. May God bless you and guide you as you continue to study to show thyself approved in the grace of Christ Jesus.